Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Betting, a Sports Garden Network production. We are your source for sports entertainment, incredible sports intelligence. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome to another episode Believe in Betting. I am Tom Barton from Sports Garden Network, G-A-R-T-E-N, hashtag S-G-N. Go check us out at sportsgarden.com as well. I got to tell you, look, the national championship is decided. And normally you don't just jump right in, right, to the 2023-2024 national championship picture. Uh, you know, uh, you, you don't start typing in national championship odds for college basketball right right away. But let me tell you something. You have to start to sort of evaluate, right? I mean, you sort of have to take a look and start to evaluate. But let's take a quick look back before we do that. Um, this is a UConn championship. I told you guys in the preseason, I did an entire show on all of the previews, all of the teams that we were going to preview And one of the big previews that I talked about, one of the big teams I talked about was the idea that, look, the UConn Huskies are coming from the Big East and everybody just keeps looking down their nose at the Big East. And the Big East to me was going to be one of the best conferences in America. I thought the Big 12 was going to be better. But outside of that, I looked at the Back 12 and I said, no. Look, I don't, if you don't believe in Arizona and UCLA, which I didn't, you can't look at them. I didn't think the ACC was going to have such a bad year, but we all knew they were going to take a step back. You lose Coach K, it's just immediate step back, right? So they were going to take a step back. The Big Ten's been a joke forever, okay? The Big Ten is consistently overrated, consistent. Again, next year we'll be sitting here doing our preview. I'm going to tell you, the Big Ten's going to be overrated again. The Big Ten, best teams in the Big Ten are going to be overrated again. We know that. It's what we constantly know. And then the Big East is kind of the forgotten conference. Well, the Big East not only has the champion again, but they also had Creighton go real deep. They also had Xavier go real deep. And Marquette was a pretty good team. I mean, the Big East was dominant this year. As a matter of fact, in the last 25 national champions championships, the ACC has eight. The Big East has eight. Everybody else has eight. Okay? And remember, there was no championship year. So the Big East is, is the best conference in the world over the last 25 years. Keep going a little bit further. UConn is the blue blood. UConn is the new big blue blood. They have five championships in the last 25 years. Duke and North Carolina both have three apiece. Villanova has two. Florida has two. Kansas has two. Kentucky has two. Now, Kentucky, Kansas, Duke, North Carolina, those are the blue bloods. People throw in UCLA, but those are the blue bloods. We have to start looking at UConn as a blue blood. We have this conversation on the We, we got to start looking at them as a blue blood. We do. UConn didn't just win this championship. And I told you guys every step of the way. I told you before the cha- before the, the field of 68, I like UConn. Okay? I picked them in, in our Cam Rogers uh, pool. I got UConn going all the way. Picked UConn going all the way. Okay? I also told you I wouldn't be surprised if Marquette had a deep run. Before the year began, I told you throw a little bit of money on Creighton having a deep run. I liked this Big East team. But I, after the field of 68... Uh, going into the Sweet 16 after the first week, and I told you, yeah, I go back into U- UConn. Go back into UConn. Then, before the Elite Eight, I said, I go back into UConn. Final Four, I put out a video. 
on the Believe Network. I put out a video and I said, guys, don't even take them minus the five and a half or minus the six, whatever the number what you were getting was against Miami. Just take them to win the championship. There was no way San Diego State or FAU were going to even hang with them. This was a dominant, dominant run. And when you start to see a team get on a dominant run, understand that you can follow them. The public is not always wrong. And this is really what I wanted to talk to you about today. The public jumped on UConn and people started betting against UConn strictly based on the fact that, well, you know what? The public is is moving now. The Circus Sports uh, Casino or Sportsbook in Las Vegas, Jeffrey Benson put this out. They opened up at UConn minus six for the national championship game. Within 10 minutes, it was up to seven and a half. The world was on them. Now you have contrary betters. Uh, right? That they just go against UConn. Well, that would have been very foolhardy this season. UConn was 6-0 and against the spread in the tournament. UConn finished as the second best team all time against the spread to go on to win the championship. 69.2%, and 27-12. The only team better was 2018 Villanova, who went 28-12 at a 70% clip. UConn lost eight games all season long. All of them. All eight games that UConn lost this year were all against the Beast. Every one of them. They outscored their non-conference opponents by more than 400 points. They averaged beating their non-conference opponents by nearly 25 points per game. UConn was that team, guys. But I also want to point out something that I found. It's a little, a little funky, right? So FanDuel had UConn minus 7.5, but the money line was minus 345. Caesars had UConn minus seven, but the money line was minus 370. Now, nobody's going to talk about that because it didn't get involved, right? I mean, it wasn't part of the equation overall, but it is an interesting scenario. And you have to shop around and look around because of these kind of things that can happen. You get the 345, even though it's a half a point up, that means people loading up on the money line on Caesars, but maybe not on FanDuel. They're loading up on the seven here, but not the seven and a half, and a half here. That's stuff you want to watch. Shop around. Go get that every penny. If you're somebody that, that dropped, you know, a thousand bucks or so, that's going to cost you a couple of bucks. 345 to 370. Absolutely. So I want to just take a quick peek at what's going on for next year already, right? I mean, congratulations to UConn. Fantastic job. UConn beat six NCAA tournament opponents by an average of 20 points. They just destroyed them. And yeah, they're the Blue Bloods. But Hold on a second. Following that, we have the national championship odds. Right away, here we go. Duke is 10 to 1, Kentucky's 12 to 1, Yukon's 14 to 1, Marquette's 16 to 1 along with Kansas. Purdue is 18 to 1. You got to be crazy to be betting Purdue. Uh Michigan State's 20 to 1, North Carolina, Alabama, Arizona all 20 to 1. 22 to 1, Creighton, Arkansas, Houston, 25 to 1, UCLA, Gonzaga, Texas getting into 28 to 1. USC, Tennessee, Baylor, 30 to 1, Miami, 40 to 1, Villanova, Michigan, 45 to 1, Xavier, TCU, St. Mary's, Virginia, Oregon, Florida Atlantic, all coming in at 50 to 1. Texas AM, 55 to 1, Ohio State, 55 to 1, same thing with Auburn, Illinois, 60 to 1, Maryland, 70 to 1, Memphis, 70 to 1, Indiana, and Texas Tech, 80 to 1. Okay, just a quick glance here, right? I mean, we're, we're just taking a, a quick glance. San Diego State's 80 to 1. Yeah, I'm giving you big, big teams here, right? Uh, you did get a West Virginia at a 90 to 1. Providence, Wisconsin, 100 to 1. St. John's, 
St. John's with their new coach, 100 to 1. I just mentioned Florida, 100 to 1. Penn State, people think the FAU coach is going to Penn State, 120 to 1. You could get some value, but but here's the thing. I love to take future shots right now. I love to look at these teams and take future shots early on in, in the futures market. I love to do it right away. You just don't know. I mean, unless you want to take a shot at, at, a, at a St. John's and expect a ridiculous turnaround, you don't know so much about this season. I mean, the, the teams that jumped off my off of me, oh, well, Florida Atlantic's bringing a lot of guys back. Yeah, but is their coach going to be there? Right? I mean, is he going to be there? You look at this and you go, well, Virginia could be that team. Yeah, Kev, are you trusting that scoring again? Well, Villanova sort of looked good and they were a young team. Okay, but they're still dealing with a coach that hasn't been there. Miami, 30 to 1. Everyone's going to jump on that, right? You got a Baylor, a Tennessee at 28 to 1. Oh, that, that's, that's kind of intriguing. You know people are going to go on UCLA at 25 to 1, sure. So you do have a couple of teams here that you can make a case for. Here's the problem. Besides the coaching moves, which, yeah, absolutely will impact things here. Besides the coaching moves, LJ Cryer, Hunter Dickinson, Caleb Love are all in the transfer portal. All three of them were preseason All-Americans on at least some publications out there. And then this week, Max A. Smith from Oral Roberts, the 6'1", 175-guard, yeah, he entered the transfer portal. He's played 123 games, averaged 21 points per game, four rebounds per game, four assists per game, shot just under 40% from three-point land. 2021, he's the NCAA leading scorer, two-time Summit League Player of the Year, three-time All-Summit League. These guys, when their transfer portal and where they land, can absolutely move the needle. I've heard Hunter Dickinson, you know, might be going to Maryland. Does Maryland become a championship team? Probably not. But where does LJ Cryer land? Where does Caleb Love land? And where does Max Asmus land? I mean, if you're telling me a Max Asmus can go to a team and, and land on a team like a Kansas, how do you not take a shot at that? Bill Self will be on the sideline, hopefully. Or a Tennessee. I've been hearing Caleb Love to Tennessee. So where these guys are going is beyond even just sitting back and talking about, well, let's have a conversation and, and let, let's let's have an in-depth conversation about where the coaches are going to be. No, 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 no. This is, this is the transfer portal. This is free agency in college basketball. That's what we're looking at. So you can't go out there and make an intelligent futures bet as much as I'd like to. And I, and I love to make these, these take-a-shot futures bets unless you're going for something outrageous like, ah, you know what, I'm going to take St. John's at 120 to 1. I think we have to wait. I think we have to wait for these all-American caliber, talented players with experience under their belt to land where they're going to land. All right, guys, that's going to do it for me. Next week, I'm uh, not going to be doing a show uh, in the middle of the week. It'll be towards the weekend because of the holiday. Have a very good Easter out there, everybody. Enjoy your spring break, you wild kids. Enjoy everything out there. Uh, go check me out and and make sure you check out Sports Garden, G-A-R-T-E-N, Sports Garden. Com. Have a very good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.